Welcome to One Cause Church. Here is another inspirational message from Senior Pastor Eric Holler. Well, let's go to Proverbs. Get ready to eat on some word tonight. All right, now I brought some good stuff. I brought some good stuff tonight. All right? We're not lightly snacking tonight. All right? Anybody ready for a steak? Yes. Hmm? Yes. Steak? Yes. About an inch thick New York strip. Huh? With a twice baked potato, with butter, cheese, sour cream, bacon bits, chives. All right. You just want to leave and eat right now, don't you? We're in Proverbs 13. And I'm going to do my best to get through two chapters, even though it's 50-some-odd verses. All right? So you're going to have to eat really quick tonight. All right? I'm just going to keep handing you bites. All right? And, and, and for review, you can just go to our website and download the podcast and say, now what did he say again? All right? That's the beauty of having it recorded. Also, uh, you can take notes on this as well. Um, we don't have the version notes tonight, uh, and I do apologize for that. That's my fault, not Derek's. I usually like to blame him, but it's actually my fault this time. So, Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 1. Are you ready? Let's go. A wise son heeds his father's instruction. Now, this word father can also mean teacher, all right? It's not just about your dad. It's about the teachers in your life. A wise son heeds his father's or teacher's instruction. That word for instruction is the word for dis, the word discipline or correction. We love those words, don't we? Love to be disciplined and corrected. A wise son heeds or he hears and he receives discipline, correction, and instruction from his father and teachers. But a scoffer, a scoffer is one who derides. A scoffer is one who mocks the father, who mocks the teacher. He doesn't listen to rebuke. This book, now I want to encourage us here tonight. This book is, is, uh, is not where we see God shaking his finger at us. All right? So I don't want you to feel like that because <clears throat> he's not disappointed in us. He's, he's, he doesn't look at us with disdain. He looks at us through the shed blood of Jesus Christ in that. Yeah. Amen? But, but, you can, but it's, it's a book of encouragement. It really is. I mean, it shows us wise, foolish, smart, stupid, blessed, non-blessed. Good choices, bad choices, right? So we're encouraged to be wise. We're encouraged to be smart. We're encouraged to, to uh, uh, be blessed and to make good choices. It's important that you see it that way because otherwise you can, you can get discouraged, all right, and feel beat on it. And this is not the message of this book at all. It's not the goal of this book. God's here to build your life, right, on, on solid, unshakable, immovable truths so that you can and will withstand whatever adversity comes your way. Amen. Verse 2, a man shall eat well. How? By the fruit of his mouth. Now, we looked at that scripture on Sunday, didn't we? We talked about words, the force of words. A man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the unfaithful feeds on violence. That is cruelty, damage, and injustice. There's nothing good to say. If you want good, Good must be coming from your mouth. Amen? You are framing the world you live in with the words that you are speaking. Yeah. 
Verse 3, he who guards his mouth preserves his life. Guards his mouth, but he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. It's a lot easier, however, for your mouth to be in motion and your head out of gear. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Just on autopilot. Not even thinking about what you're saying. I used to keep my hair really short, and I wish I could still, but Heather's grown me up over the years, I guess, or conform me into her image. And the moment she tells me I need to start wearing high heels, that's, that's where I stop. <laughs> but I just like to keep my hair really short, like this young man right here. And if I had it my way, it would be just as short as could be. And for years I wore it like that, and I, I did it myself. What's great about having hair like that, you just have your own clippers, and just anytime you want to cut it, it's available. But that clipper, that, that, those clippers had these little uh, plastic uh, adapters that they snapped on to that clipper called guards. And those guards were numbered, one, two, three, and four, you know, and, and however thick that you wanted that hair to be, however tall you wanted it to be, you put that number guard on there, right? I always wanted to do one. That was what I wanted, one, just as close as I could without actually having it shaved, you know, with a, with a razor. Uh, but I learned that I had to make a compromise to either three or four for my marriage's sake, right? <laughs> my number was certainly different than Heather's. Uh, but, but she was making a huge compromise because she didn't want me to use clippers at all. She came, uh, she lived in a home where her mother cut hair, you know, and actually styled hair. So for her to marry me who just wanted bristles on the top of my head, it was just, you know, against her nature. Um, but... Here this is teaching us tonight that you set a guard on your mouth. That is, you only let your mouth say certain things. And you're only going to go this far with your conversation. All right? Wisdom is that guard. Okay? Wisdom is the guard for your mouth. And let me tell you something. You're going to live a much happier life with that guard on your mouth. And, and if, like, if your wife asks you if you want to go shopping with her, Say no, Waves. <laughs> what? <laughs> what number is on your guard at that point is all I'm asking, all right? Because before you let those words come out of your mouth, please make sure that the guard is on there first. Amen. It keeps you from going too far and saying things that are hateful and hurtful and just stupid. <laughs> Wisdom, it's the guard. Let the Word of God be the regular occurrence in your speech. Read it out loud. Memorize it. Quote it. Talk to your spouse about it. Teach it to your kids. Amen. Regular diet of the word coming off your tongue. Amen. Verse 8. The soul of a lazy man desires, the soul of a lazy man, he desires and has nothing. He wants it, but he doesn't have it. But the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. The soul the soul of the man, the soul of the lazy man, and the soul of the diligent. This is the heart. This is the, this is the, the mind. This is the place of the will and the emotions of the man. Desires and has nothing but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. Or one version says shall be made fat. The soul of the diligent will get their desires is what that's telling us. Amen. Are you still with me? Bless you. Verse 5, a righteous man hates lying. 
That word means, that the word hate there means he sets himself against it. He sets himself against it. He hates lying. He's positioned himself against lying. But a wicked man is loathsome. Loathsome. I love the, what, what the word loathsome means. Stinks and is offensive. <laughs> a wicked man stinks and, and is offensive and comes to shame or disgrace. All right? Verse 6. Righteousness guards him whose way is blameless, but wickedness overthrows the sinner. I like the way the message reads this verse. A God-loyal life keeps you on track. Sin dumps the wicked in the ditch. Ain't that the truth? Seven, there is one who makes himself rich, yet has nothing. That is, he makes himself rich without thinking of others and has nothing. And one who makes himself poor, yet has great riches. See, God has no problem with you being rich. There's no problem with that. We see lots of scripture teaching us Otherwise, right? That, that he, that, as a matter of fact, Christ became poor so that we, through his poverty, would become rich, right? The blessing of the Lord makes you rich, right? It's, it's, it's God who gives you the power to get wealth, right? So he's not against you being rich, but he is against you being rich thinking only on, of yourself. According to him, if you get rich thinking of only yourself, then you have nothing. It's empty. Uh, the message says it like this, a pretentious, uh, nope, I'm in the, that's the wrong verse. No, that's right. A pretentious, showy life is an empty life. A plain and simple life is a full life. That's nice, isn't it? No matter how much you get, always remember who gave it to you and why he gave it to you. That is, you are blessed to be a blessing. Yeah. Verse 8, the ransom of a man's life is his riches, but the poor doesn't hear rebuke. What does that mean? It just means the rich man can be sued and uh, the poor man doesn't have that problem. <laughs> Number nine. That's not your reason to stay poor. All right. Number nine. The light of the righteous rejoices, but the lamp of the wicked will be put out. Now the light or the lamp always refers to us, uh, always refers to life. The life of the righteous. The, the, the spirit of the man is the candle of the Lord, right? The life. That is, the life of the righteous rejoices, the life of the wicked will be put out. So I want to encourage you to not to live in your righteousness. Live in your righteousness. Back here, righteousness was something that they did. But this side of the cross the grave and the empty grave, hallelujah. Righteousness is what you are, not what you do, hallelujah. It's who you are. So your life can be a well-lit street that others can walk down. Praise God. They clearly can see the way. They follow you, and they'll go to Christ. That's what, that's what Paul said. Follow me, I'll take you right to Jesus. Follow me as I follow Christ. Amen. You, Jesus said, are the light of the world. Let your light so shine before men. That's just talking about your life. Let your life so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Amen? Amen. I told you I was, I was just going to be feeding you. All right? Number 10. Verse 10, that is. By pride comes nothing but strife. Pride has one result. <laughs> strife. But with the well-advised is wisdom. 
The message says, arrogant know-it-alls stir up discord, but wise men and women listen to each other's counsel. This will help your marriage. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Number 11, wealth gained by dishonesty. Wealth gained by dishonesty will be diminished. But he who gathers by labor or steady diligence will increase. Hey, listen to me. Don't worry about the drug dealer and all the money they're making. It's coming to an end. All right? It's coming to an end. You stay steady and diligent in what you're doing, and God will increase your life. Amen. Be good with steady growth. Get rich usually doesn't last very long. Get rich quick. It just doesn't. Right? How many of you read the testimonies of lottery, lottery winners? Right? Most, mo- almost all of them end in tragedy. Because the money only magnifies the man. It just magnifies the man. So whatever, whatever state they were in in their mind when they got the lottery ticket is just going to be that magnified by the wealth that's in their pocket. Hmm? Because they never learned that money is a better servant than it is a master. Wealth gained by dishonesty will be diminished, diminished, but he who gathers by labor will increase. Number, verse 12, hope deferred, we know this, this verse is such a strong verse, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. The message says, unrelenting disappointment leaves you heart sick. But a sudden good break can turn life around. Now listen, if you've lost the desire, if you've lost the desire, ask God to give it to you again. Just ask Him. Hope does not disappoint, according to Romans chapter 5, verse 5. Hope does not disappoint. Get back in the race. You haven't arrived at your final destination. Hmm? You know all the things that Paul went through? And in Philippians chapter 3, he says, I haven't arrived yet. I haven't arrived yet. If anybody had any reason to be disappointed, it's that guy. Hmm? You haven't arrived at your destination. You might be so disappointed about how things have turned out in your life, but let me just encourage you tonight. It's not over yet. There's hope. Get back up. Walk again. Amen. Keep moving forward. Believe God. Believe that he's with you. Believe that he's on your side. Believe that he can turn your situation around. Not only can, but has and will. Amen. Believe him. Trust him. Hallelujah. Everybody, everybody gets disappointed. Everybody gets discouraged. We all have had it in our life. We've all, but the righteous, when he falls, he gets back up. He doesn't know how to stay down. He doesn't know the word quit. Amen. Verse 13, he who despises the word will be destroyed. But he who fears the commandment will be rewarded. That word fear just means honors. He who honors God's word will be rewarded. If you honor the word, you'll be rewarded. You honor the word. That is, you hold it at the highest place in your life. You elevate it at the highest place. All arguments stop at the word. Right? It's your goal. It's, it's the mirror that you're looking into to see yourself, who you really are. Amen. Yeah, exactly. It's that mirror. You look in there and say, well, I don't look like that yet, but I'm going to. Yeah. 
I know that's real. I know what God has said, and I'm going to make my life go that way. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You'll be rewarded when you honor his word. You'll be rewarded with its results, with its promises. Verse 14, the law or the teaching of the wise is a fountain of life. Turn one away from, and turn, to turn one away from the snares of death. Oh, my goodness. How, how important is it to get good teaching in your life? Wise teaching. Any chance that you can get wise teaching, get it. Take it. Grab a hold of it. It's, it's value. You can't put a price tag on it. Amen. It'll save you. It's, here says that it turns you away from the traps or the snares of death. Verse 15, good understanding gains favor, but the way of the unfaithful is hard, or the way of the transgressor or sinner is hard. Message says, sound thinking makes for gracious living, but liars walk a rough road. Well, that's the truth. That's the truth. A lot of, uh, the reason, I believe that a lot of Christians struggle in their walk with God is because they're struggling walking with God. Yeah, they just won't let go of things. They just won't let go of the worldly things. They won't let go of, and, and oh, this is so hard. No, the Bible says the way of the transgressor is hard. Yeah. The way of the unfaithful is hard. You're making it hard on yourself. Amen. I want you to say just right now, I'm encouraged right now. I'm encouraged. Amen. Every prudent man, verse 16, every prudent man, or the word prudent just means sensible. Every sensible man acts with knowledge, but a fool lays open his folly. I love the way the message says it. A common sense person lives good sense. Fools litter the country with silliness. <laughs> verse 17, a wicked messenger falls into trouble, but a faithful ambassador brings health. Now, I want you to notice here, it calls the wicked the messenger, and it calls the faithful the ambassador. Ooh, that's, that, that's better than being a messenger. That's better than being, that's a representer. Amen? An ambassador brings, a faithful ambassador brings health. The message says, irresponsible talk makes a real mess of things, but a reliable reporter is a healing presence. Ooh, that's good. 18, poverty and shame will come to him who disdains correction. But he who regards a rebuke will be honored. You see this over and over and over again. A desire accomplished is sweet to the soul, but it's an abomination to fools to depart from evil. It's an abomination to fools to depart from evil? I can't even wrap my mind around that. But I guess that's why they're fools. <laughs> it's an abomination to quit evil. All right. He who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Do we need any Hebrew words on that? <laughs> That's pretty simple. He who walks with wise men will be wise. Companion, the companion of fools will be destroyed. You hang out with dogs, you're going to get fleas. Amen? Yeah. You are who you're hanging out with. Your life is only as good as the company that you're keeping. Amen. Hang out with wise people, you're going to be wise. Number 21, evil pursues sinners, but to the righteous, good shall be repaid. Or good pursues righteous, the righteous. Wow. 
Evil is hunting down the wicked, and good is hunting you down. Say this with me tonight. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Now, what's following you? What's pursuing you? Hmm? Some, of you some of you might have had a little problem saying that. Yeah. David said it like this. Goodness and mercy. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. All the days of my life. I look behind me, and here comes goodness, and he's running faster than me, and he overtakes me. Hallelujah. And I experience a good thing, and then I turn around, and there he comes again. I look, I, look, I look behind me, hallelujah. Some people look in their past and they go, oh! They're horrified. They're just waiting for the evil to come upon them. But the righteous, you, can yeah. expect good yeah. to be coming your way. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Good is pursuing you. Yeah. Mm -hmm -hmm. 22, a good man. Leaves an inheritance to his children's children. This is about your legacy. This is about your legacy. And the greatest legacy that you can leave your children and children's children is faith. Is your faith in God. Your walk of faith. I am grateful to God that my dad walked and walks with God. And has handed that legacy down to me. And I'm grateful to God that his mother and father, but mostly his mother. My grandfather came around later on in his life. But my grandmother was a praying woman and sought God days and days and years and years with tears and tears. Yeah. I'm grateful for the legacy of faith, and I'm passing it down to my children. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Just because it came to me doesn't mean it's automatic. I have to do the same thing, right? I got to teach my children too. Yeah. I can't just expect, well, because Papa was a preacher, I guess my kids are going to be okay. No. <laughs> Mm -mm. And if your dad wasn't a preacher and if you weren't raised in a home, you can start the legacy now. Amen. Amen. You just start it now. You can change it. Remember what Pastor Troy talked about? Rahab the harlot. Right? She's in the lineage of Jesus. She changed it. She changed it. Hallelujah. She changed her legacy. Glory to God. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. I'll take that. Verse 23, much food is in the fallow ground of the poor, but for lack of justice there is waste. The message says a refusal to correct is a refusal to love. No, I, that's, that's not what the message says on that. That's verse 24 of the message. I'm sorry I put the wrong one in there. <laughs> much food is in the fallow ground of the poor, but for lack of justice there's waste. Hmm. So the supply is available But for a lack of justice, there's waste. Everyone has the opportunity to succeed. Everyone. Everyone does. Everyone. Everyone. I went all the way across the world back in September in India. Now, to me, that's a disadvantage compared to the United States. But you know what? People were prospering there. Because they got it right here. Matter of fact, the, the man that we're partnering with, Pastor Allen, is a, an amazing man. He's building orphanages and Bible colleges and, and preaching the word, pastoring churches. One guy is doing all that. 
Right? And then there's people begging on the streets too. Right? Amen. Amen. Now, let's go to 24. A refusal. The word, uh, message says a refusal to correct is a refusal to love. Love your children by disciplining them. The New King James says, he who spares his rod. What does this say? I just wanted you to see it so you didn't think I was making those words up. He who spares his rod hates his son. But he who loves him disciplines him promptly. And boy, do I love my son. And boy, was I loved by my dad. A lot. Not abused. Beat. Beat, but not abused. Amen. You know what the truth is? It's better your children learn at your house than learn it in the courthouse. Either, either way, the lesson's going to be taught. It says, he who spares his rod hates his son, but he who loves him disciplines him promptly. That word promptly just means early. You start them early. You don't wait till they're 16 to decide, okay, I need to do something with this kid. <laughs> hey, too late. Heard it full of the world. I'm not saying that it's impossible, but I almost am. <laughs> All right? Start them early. So much enthusiasm there. Amen. Verse 25, the righteous eats to the satisfying of his soul, but the stomach of the wicked shall be in want. You will never lack, as the righteousness of God, as a believer in Jesus, you'll never lack for any good thing. Period. Your father watches over you. He does. I make sure my kids don't lack, and compared to God, I'm really not all that great. Right? If I can do that, don't you think your heavenly father's going to make sure that you don't lack any good thing? Hmm? Amen. Hey, guess what? We're at chapter 14. What time is it? Food time? All right. You ate the baked potato. What time is it really? Anybody know? Eight right now? All right, a few more minutes. Number one, verse one of chapter 14, the wise woman builds her house. Builds her house, but the foolish pulls it down with her hands. Now that The word hands means strength and power. Mamas, you are so important. You are so important. What you are doing is so important. It's either building your house or tearing it down. He who walks in his uprightness fears the Lord, but he who is perverse in his ways despises him. The message says an honest life shows respect for God. A degenerate life is a slap in his face. Well, I don't ever want to be a slap in the face of God. Ever. Verse 3, let's keep moving. In the mouth of a fool is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise will preserve them. Your words will preserve you. They will. They'll preserve you. Where no oxen are, the trough is clean, but much increase comes by the strength of an ox. What that means is, if you want to have increase in your life, you have to get to work. Amen? And with work comes increase. Yeah. Work isn't a curse. Amen. Number five, a faithful witness. A faithful witness does not lie, but a false witness will utter lies. There's another one of those uh, thing, 
things I don't think we need a Hebrew word on or the original meaning, right? A faithful witness doesn't lie, but a false witness will utter lies. A scoffer seeks wisdom and doesn't find it, but knowledge is easy to him who understands. Knowledge is easy to him who understands. The message says cynics look high and low for wisdom and never find it. The open-minded find it right on their doorstep. It's like, you remember years ago when they came out with that thing that you could order uh, on TV called the step? Remember that, the exercise step that you could buy for $19.95, you know? And it showed, it showed you know, people stepping up and, yeah, you know, they're buying the step. Buying the step. They have stairs, steps in their house. But they order the step off TV, and the UPS guy shows up, and so they run outside and run down the stairs from the porch to get their step. I don't understand that. How do they sell that? That's amazing to me. I've got all these steps, but none of them, none of them, none of them are working for me. That step is the magic step. Right? Cynics, they look high and low for wisdom, never find it. It's right in front of them. Right? Open-minded, find it right there. Number seven, go from the presence, go from the presence of a foolish man. Go. That is, as soon as it dawns on you that this person doesn't have any sense, move on. Yeah. Amen. Amen? Kick him to the curb. Get out of there. You don't want his dumb in your life. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Go from the presence of a foolish man when you do not perceive in him the lips of knowledge. Hmm. This guy is missing a... Uh, Missing a thing or two. You can use all the old cliches. The elevator doesn't go all the way up, you know. Not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Eight, the wisdom of the sensible, the prudent, is to understand his way. He wants to know where he's going. I want to know where I'm going, right? The Bible says it's a, it's a lamb to our feet and light unto our path, but have you know it's important to say, okay, Lord, where are you taking me? Where are you taking me? Show me the next step. I want to know where I'm going. All right, but the folly of fools is deceit. Nine, fools mock at sin, but among the upright, there is favor. <laughs> the message says, the stupid ridicule right and wrong, but a moral life is a favored life. Amen, that's good. Ten, the heart knows its own bitterness, and a stranger does not share its joy. The heart knows its own bitterness, and a stranger doesn't share its joy. The message will make this really plain for you. The person who shuns the bitter moments of friends will be an outsider at their celebrations. A friend is going to be there in the good times and the bad times. Amen. 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 And you know who your friends are as soon as trouble comes your way. Right? Amen. You, you, know, you find out who they are. Yes. You do. Amen. A friend's going to be there with you. Praise God. The house of the wicked, 11, will be overthrown, but the tent of the upright will flourish. Ah. One version says that the upright will live in cathedrals. That's good. There's a way, you know this one too, there's a way that seems right to a man. It seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Hmm. You know what that's saying? Don't trust yourself to decide what's right. Let God tell you what's right and wrong. Yeah. Amen. That's where men get in trouble. Yeah? Yeah, it just might kill you if you depend on yourself. 
It seems right, but it leads to death. 13, even in laughter the heart may sorrow, and the end of mirth may be grief. Now that's, that's actually with 12. I'm going to read those together. There's a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Even in laughter the heart may sorrow, and the end of mirth may be grief. The message says it this way. There's a way of life that looks harmless enough, but look again. It leads straight to hell. Sure, those people appear to be having a good time, but all that laughter will end in heartbreak. 14, the backslider in heart will be filled with his own ways, but a good man will be satisfied from above. Mm -hmm. See, the backslider's depending on himself. He starts thinking kind of like the devil did. The devil's, uh, Lucifer, who was an amazing creature, he said, I'll be like the most high. And you know what that brought him, the most low. Yeah. But this says, a good man will be satisfied from above. Yeah. This takes, makes me think of James chapter 1 that says, every good and every perfect gift comes down from above, from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness nor shadow of turning. Hallelujah. Every good and every perfect gift. And the verse before that says, do not be deceived. Don't be deceived. Don't think that, that, that you made this happen. Hmm? Don't think that, that she made this happen or so-and-so. God, every good thing in your life has come from your good God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yes. And the good man understands and acknowledges that truth, that every good thing in his life has come, does come, and always will come from God. Yeah. All right. We're finishing up. 15, the simple. The simple believes every word. Now, I want to give you the meaning for simple because this is really powerful. The simple is the naive, they're naive concerning the complexities and challenges of life, lacking insight by God's word. Naive concerning the complexities and challenges of life, Lacking insight by God's word. But the prudent or the sensible considers well his steps. That is, he doesn't believe everything he hears. Amen. He depends on God's word to be his ultimate guide. Yeah. Amen. Amen. 16. A wise man fears and departs from evil, but a fool rages and is self-confident. The word for fear here is really an awesome word. It means worships. The wise man worships. And departs from evil. Hmm. That's pretty extraordinary, isn't it? Long as you continue to look up and give God his due praise, give God his due glory, you're not going to find yourself in places you don't need to be. As long as you're staying connected to him, you're not going to be saying the things that you don't need to be saying. You're not going to be hanging out with people that you don't need to be hanging out with when you're giving God praise. And you're worshiping him. Yeah. A heart of worship is a heart that's in the right place. Yeah. It's not just about worshiping here, singing the song. You worship in your car, you worship in your house. Yeah. Worship laying on that bed. Amen. Yeah. In the shower, where we're all really good singers. Yeah. Right? Something about that reverb just makes you think you're awesome. Yeah. Until your spouse comes in there and says, uh, But a fool rages and is self-confident. 
17, I'm almost done. A quick-tempered man acts foolishly. <laughs> you better watch out, I got a short fuse. Don't mess with me, I get mad real easy. Okay, so you're admitting before God and all men that you're a fool. At least you're honest, honestly foolish. <laughs> and, a, and a man of wicked intentions is hated. <clears throat> a quick-tempered man acts foolishly. You know what? I'm almost done. I said that already, didn't I? <laughs> 18, the simple inherit folly, but the prudent or the sensible are crowned with knowledge. The evil will bow before the good and the wicked at the gates of the right. Now, I don't know when that's going to happen. I just know it says it's going to happen, right? I do know this, that every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus is Lord. Amen? The evil will bow before the good and the wicked at the gates of the righteous. Amen. The poor man is hated. Look at this, verse 20. This is really extraordinary. The poor man is hated even by his own neighbor, but the rich has many friends. Have you ever noticed that you just don't hear very often of drive-by shootings and domestic violence and gang activity up at country club estates? Uh Right? I'm not saying it's not there. It's just not there in the measure that it is in the ghetto, uh-huh. right? Yeah. The Bible's true. In the slum, you see all of these acts of hatred all the time. The poor man, they're even hated by their own neighbor. Uh-huh. Amen. In some ways, it unites them. But in many ways, it tears them apart. You know what? Let's just stop right there. Let's stop right there. We're going to stop at 20, and we'll pick up in 21 next week. All right. I gave you enough to eat tonight, didn't I? This is an extraordinary book. The more I read it, that, wow. So, so, so practical and so real to life. It's, you know, read this and think, man, Solomon, were you sitting in my living room? You're writing this stuff out. And kind of was, wasn't he? By inspiration of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's in your living room. He's in your life. I just, I just love it. I love it. I want, you to, I want you to be encouraged that this right here, a lot of, we see a lot of correction, instruction, admonition, warning in the, in the book of Proverbs, but it's for us. It's for us. It's not against us. It's for us. Amen. Because God's not against you. He's for us. Amen. All right. Now, uh, couple of reminders. If you've got kids here, pick them up promptly. Ladies' night out this Friday and Walk the Light. Art Festival is this Saturday. And the Food Pantry uh, Flyer Blitz is going on Saturday at 11 o'clock. All of you that are going to be volunteering for that meeting here and then going to the neighborhood and uh, letting them know about our great food pantry that we have. I'm excited about it. Amen. All right. Have you been blessed tonight? Amen. Let's stand together. Thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoyed the message. For more information about One Cause Church, please visit us online at onecausechurch.com.